Hey, it's your girl Ashley Easton, founder of the Amateur Expert brand, and you're not going to believe what we have coming up for you next. Ooh, tell me more. Hello, 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 everybody. It's your girl Ashley, the Amateur Expert, coming to you live today for this episode of Asking for a Friend. Excited to have you guys here with us today. If this is your first time joining us, we're going to have a candid conversation about a question that you may be, you know, too scared to talk to your girlfriend or homeboy about. So um, we've got Quentin in the room, so we're going to invite him in. Hey, Quentin, how are you? You're in. We got you. That's good. That's good. Welcome to the Amateur Expert Show. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, Quentin, you know, I was having a conversation with my homegirl the other day. We were discussing uh, dating, you know? And um, I'm wondering, what does that look like after (laughs) major breakup or divorce? Yes. So, for me, it uh, it was different. So, I was married for five years. Um and got divorced uh so when i got prior to my first relation prior to my relationship with my previous wife uh, i felt like for a male perspective it was more or less men having to put in uh, i guess a lot of work or i felt like for for guys we was doing a lot of the talking a lot of the chasing etc etc um but after i got divorced it felt like it's something different. And I, I became single again, late 20s, uh, early 30s. And I felt like at that time, the pool for men, especially black men, uh, was significantly uh, less. Hmm. And by nature, it seemed like um, the dating pool for me was bigger than it was 10 years ago or five, uh, six, seven, eight years ago. Um, so for so me, what, it was, what I'm hearing it, you say is, is that you ended a relationship, made a major relationship and walked out into the world into a sea yes. of women who were just waiting yep. to have you. Yep. But it, I will say that <laughs> things were, were better, um, because I, I was interacting with, uh, women who was more mature, who had, mm. you kind of knew where they were going in life. Um, from a, a religious standpoint, you knew how they was going to be. Dating somebody early 20s, late teens, uh, the person they were then, it could be totally different by 25, 26, 27. But generally speaking, when you're talking to somebody in your late 20s, your early 30s, you kind of start seeing things more steady. Even if you see a lot of growth, you at least have an idea on how that path is going to be. So I felt like it was more interesting um, dating later on in my life than it was early only because it allowed me to really get to know someone it wasn't about mm-hmm. oh she's pretty let me go date her like it was before now it's like all right let me see what she's doing religiously. let me see how she is personality let me see how she's going to do or interact on a different circumstance and let me see how her personality is and also career and, and one thing about me i've never been one who focused a lot on someone who's extremely successful, but it's someone that's steady, someone have a good job, somebody have someone who, um, I guess, have a good path. And I'm sorry for the, the baby in the background. No, nah, okay. Because um, this is a success so. story, so I'm happy that we, that we have the baby in the background. Yes. But what so. I want to ask you quickly is, um, do you think that dating for you was different after um, your relationship ended because you were looking for something different? 
Then, oh, so not only did the women that you were looking for, you know, change or elevate, you elevated yourself? Absolutely. Uh, for me, and I, it comes with being in a relationship for that long. Uh, unfortunately, but coincidentally, because it was, uh, it didn't end in success. It didn't have a great farewell story. It didn't have a great ha happy ever after story. Uh, because of it, it kind of allowed me to have my priorities shifted in ways that would positive, positively impact me as well as allow me to get rid of things that I felt was good qualities in myself, good qualities in a person I'm seeking and throw them away because they were actually toxic in the relationship I came from or toxic and when I see other friends and family relationships. Uh, so for me, it allowed me to be a better person and mm -hmm. be better off. Because when, again, when you're in a relationship, I think long term, essentially, I'm guessing about two plus years, maybe. Um, when you're in a relationship that long, you're beyond the honeymoon phase. You're beyond uh, the the idea where, okay, everything he does, everything she does is perfect. You yeah. now in the stage where, okay, you might have one great day, two great days, and then you might have a disagreement. The disagreement could be for a minute or two. The disagreement could be for a week. For <laughs> Unfortunately, sure. that's how it is. So for me. It, allowed, it made me a better person, but of, of course, nobody want to be able to sit there and say, well, I failed at this long-term relationship. As that a result is so of it, real. But, yeah. um, so question, um, mm -hmm. when you started dating, um, mm -hmm. did you um, make like a grand announcement that you had been married previously? Because um, <laughs> <laughs> I find that, so um, I haven't officially started dating yet, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But um, for a long time, that was like one of the top three things that I would say because I felt like that was a part of my identity and I wasn't sure how to shut it. So I wonder from your point of view, um, how did you go about uh, navigating? So I, I know a lot of people tend to have divorce parties, but that wasn't me. A lot of it, I don't judge anybody who has it. It's just for me, I felt like uh, when you really invest, especially when you do something on a guy, you're not supposed to really mm -hmm. celebrate his failure. Uh, I'm happy to have gotten out of that situation, but I also didn't want to celebrate it in that way. Uh, sure. So for me, it was it was very um, smooth. It was very, I didn't make any announcement, didn't make anything. A lot of the, uh, my close friends, a lot of my close family uh, knew it was coming. Um, mm -hmm. They knew pretty much the date, they knew everything. So ideally, a lot of the people who I was close with just knew through word, word of mouth. And for me, uh, I didn't, I wasn't hiding it. I didn't mind who knew. Um, it just that I wasn't celebrating. And the, the the difficult part for me is with my ex, we didn't do too much together towards the end of our relationship. Mm -hmm. So for me to just be out there on my own during the day, uh, doing work function, doing all types of activities, uh, it was uh, pretty common. So mm -hmm. for me to have continued to do the exact same thing when I was uh, single, nobody really thought too much of it. But at for the same sure. time, um, people start to pick up on things when they see uh, Facebook or Instagram. Like, okay, okay. And then, again, it's one of those things where through word of mouth and then just by just interacting with me or seeing things, people eventually got the idea that I had uh, went on from my ex-past relationship. For sure. But so I guess um, in addition to that, when you met a lady or when you, you know, were hanging out with somebody new, mm -hmm. how mm -hmm. soon did you share that you were divorced or did it not come up? Oh, it came up. It came up. I, I really felt like I didn't want to leave anything in the dark. Uh, I wasn't, when I, I guess when I introduced myself or go talk to the 
someone. I was going to say, hey, my name is Quinn. I'm recently divorced. <laughs> but at the same time, over time to a good conversation, to probably know the conversation might last five minutes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the conversation <laughs> might last five minutes. It might last uh, an hour. It depends on where we are, the conversation. So for me, it definitely will be talked about early on, but not at least in the beginning until we fill each other out and and go for go for there go from there that's good that i i had to learn that um yeah it was like (laughs) hi my name is ashley what's up how are you yeah by the way i'm divorced what (laughs) yeah i don't know uh i I was incredibly awkward about it (laughs) (laughs) well i I will say it 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 varies from different situations i don't think there's a right or wrong way to do it Mm -hmm. i think it depends on how you transition to your new norm um and for my situation I, it, it took, uh, it was two years in the making. It was, um, so for me, it wasn't on a sense where like last month, everything was rocky, but we were together and then boom, I'm single. It was not two years ago, things were rocky, but we kind of carried it on for two years. Yeah. So when things, when I, I was finalizing and I was single, it was just a matter of me like, okay, well, here we go. So for me, it wasn't like a, I guess address it. So I think it varies for everyone. It's just a matter of uh, when it happened, uh, how long had that downward trend unfortunately been taking place and so forth. So, um, How long do, did you think or do you think is an appropriate time to uh, wait to start dating after breakup and or <laughs> divorce? Well, if you ask me, <laughs> I, I, I would say... Uh, depending on how long it is, I would say at least a year. Um, to start dating it, seriously or? Yes. I would okay. say that now I would give my caveat is I did not wait a year. <laughs> uh, the, the the man above had other plans for me and I ended back in the relationship uh, five months later with my beautiful, amazing wife where we just had a wonderful daughter. So, so what I had planned was definitely different from what the man above had planned for me because like I said, I, in my thought process is I was going to just be single, enjoy life as it come to me for a year, probably start looking out in the dating scene a year after that, and then probably two years down the road, really start getting really implemented into a serious uh, serious relationship. Um, but again, the, my one to two year plan ended up only being five months. <laughs> um, were you, well, obviously you weren't looking for relationship, but were you looking to like um, heal your past wounds or like, were you trying to prepare yourself in that time for your next relationship? Um, For me, uh, yes. Yes and no. Um, I spent half the time going with the flow and the other half, trying to be the better person because we, a lot of it when you spend so much time with one person, regardless if it's a boyfriend, girlfriend, long-term engagement Mm -hmm. or married, you kind of like invest yourself in that person. Um, So for me to have gone all those years, one person is like, and then it fails. You kind of pretty much self-evaluate yourself. And too many people try to look at the other person like, oh, they did this, they did that. But, at the same time, if I don't do my own self-evaluation, I might end up with the same type of uh, person who I was playing the blame game with. And I'm saying that she was the blame because honestly, it was mutual. It was definitely, we both had our reasons for it. And then it just that 
sure. that yeah, like I can end up with the same type of person who's just not for me. Not saying she's not great, not saying that she's not the perfect uh person for somebody, it's just that she wasn't for me. And all I know is if I'm sitting here and I go back and doing the exact same thing, looking at the same qualities of a person, it might be a situation where, like, two years down the road, I'm going through this again. And at that point, I'm pushing 40. So <laughs> so for me, yeah, you definitely have to understand yourself, uh, do a self-evaluation of yourself because you you also want to look for the perfect person next time around. So not perfect, but at least someone perfect for you. For you, for sure. Um when you said a lot of that your a lot of your friends and family um were privy to that it was about to happen um and were there any friends that were um shocked and or like disappointed like did you i won't say care about their feelings but you know were you concerned about how um people who weren't necessarily necessarily in the loop or in the inner circle um were going to feel about it yeah yeah I, it 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 just it it made me think about other people's feelings, and I think that's a, a, one of the reasons why it took about a two year downward trend is because I could tell that we both was in a relationship because we didn't want to prove prove people wrong. Mm -hmm. We wanted to make it whereas that okay, well we got married, you know, we got together, you know, we did this young, we did this young. Let's prove them wrong that this can last. And then, so the more we tried, the more one of us tried, and the more the other person tried, the more it just got more dysfunctional. Um, so at one point, we definitely considered other people, but towards the end, um, not really. Uh, a lot of people were shocked uh, because they remember us from college, they remember us during certain scenarios and situations. But sure. uh, overall, I don't want to say too many people were disappointed because they value both of our happiness. Mm -hmm. And also, and very, very sadly to say, when you have like roughly 50% of the people getting divorced, it gets to a point where it might not be as shocking uh, because like, all right, it's the new norm, not new norm, but it's like, it's average. Yeah, and it's yeah, sad yeah. It's like to, that it's like that. It's to be expected or it's not, right. it's not shocking. Right. And, you know, it's sad to say because you always want to, everybody to be happy you always want things to be perfect and at the same time you kind of like when you're doing something in a, such a fantastic religious way you want to see things go the distance you want that the notebook type of lifestyle where you make sure. so so it's sad to say that but as a result of the 50 percent um you i really didn't find too many people disappointed um did you guys have well i'm sure you had mutual friends some mutual friends mm -hmm. um how did you guys decide who got who in the divorce <laughs> <laughs> right you so, gotta split up the house you gotta split up the, <laughs> any property that you have and then friends friends are uh, not property but something that needs so, to be decided i can only speak from my perspective okay and from my perspective i didn't i didn't put that pressure on anyone because because we've been together for so long when things went uh, sour, um, I didn't want to put any of my, especially none of my close friends who were mutual friends, because some of the people who are friends until the day I die, 100% uh, sure, uh, who we can laugh, uh, all types of things together. I don't want them to feel any type of way by interacting with her. I don't want them sure. to feel any type of way that they'll pretty much walking around eggshells in case we cross paths because we all went to the same college or university or 
I've met them through other factors. It just it's hard to avoid people. And as you see, it's a small world. So, um, right. so from my perspective, um, I really didn't say to anyone, not one person, oh, don't talk to her, don't do this, because at the end of the day, I know that they're going to have my back. I know that they trust me. I know that they're going to support me. Um, and I know they're not, they're not going to do anything to just pretty much drag me in the mud. So for me to say, don't talk to her, I felt like I didn't care. Um, now, I would say differently for family, though. <laughs> if it was family, then I'll probably say, all right, now I'm, I'm probably questioning. But Ooh. for friends, uh, yeah, it didn't impact me, nor did I really mind or care. That's cool. So now that um, you are married, um, mm -hmm. have you had any um, scenario, the situations where, you know, you felt uncomfortable or the situation was uncomfortable because of a mutual friend, not necessarily your um, your, your past partner, but just, um, you know, them being used to you being with this one person. Maybe you guys had like the, you know, inside jokes or anything of that was, did that come up at all? Uh, no, you mean like how the past pretty much impact the present in a way correct so with your um with your current wife you guys mm -hmm. you guys are all hanging out with um you know a group of your old friends right, um right. was that yeah. awkward or like you know what i mean was there any tensions or anything that made the situation no because a lot of my close friends knew that i was uh going to be single uh they knew that what was coming from my ex so the, the biggest uh, concern in the beginning was with my, my wife um, at the time, because it was so fresh, like I said, it was just five months, mm -hmm. um, she was a little nervous that she wouldn't be accepted around my friends and family. She was nervous that she being looked at the person who replaced somebody. Uh, so from that, it just comes with communication. And I, and I completely understand where she came from, because if roles were reversed, I definitely would have probably felt the same way. Like sure. If someone had been in a relationship for five, six plus years, yeah. and then five months later, here I come to replace him, well, replace him and be with her, then of course it kind of feel like awkward. Like, oh, no, am I this new person now? Am I the rebound? Am I all this and that? Uh, but a lot of it comes from communication. And I, I understood exactly where she was coming from. Um, I consistently ensured to her that it's not like that. And the good thing about it is I could be a very goofy person and I'm also surrounded by a lot of goofy friends. So they let it be known that they love her from the beginning. And, okay. and luckily I have a lot of friends and family in place that really welcome her in the beginning. The concern I have now is that they said that if something was to go wrong, that they'll be kicking <laughs> me out the family instead of her. So <laughs> I'm kind of nervous <laughs> about that, but outside of that, it, it, it comes with the territory. It's sadly say, I think that if you do, uh, had the opportunity to wait that year, wait the two years. Um, being in a relationship and having that other person come in would be an easier transition. Mm -hmm. But to do it sooner, it, it definitely is uh, it's something that the two people had definitely had to come together to actually talk it through. He or she had to understand the insecurities of the other person because it's real. And like I said, I'm not the most insecure person, but if roles were reversed, I definitely would have felt the same way. For sure. That's a good, very good point. Um, so I am seven months into it, I think. Um, what would, what advice would you give me someone who recently divorced? Um, and I, I don't know if that recent, I don't know what the rules are in regards to the timing. Um, what, what advice would you give my, someone wow. like myself um, in regards to, you know, um, having hope for you know future relationship um mm -hmm. that happily ever after 
yeah. that you know we all long for. Well, well, I will start with my another caveat there. I'm definitely not a guru of anything. Oh, for whatsoever. sure, for sure, for sure. No, this is this <laughs> but, is just fun. <laughs> yeah, but I I will honestly say that the um for advice wise is first and foremost pray on it. Uh, I know it seems very cliche, uh, but one of the things I did before uh, talking to my wife now is I literally prayed. I talked to women beforehand, uh, and some of them got mad at me because I wasn't taking them seriously. And it's like, okay, well, I'm literally fresh out. I'm not trying to take anything seriously. And then right. one day uh, after a, a long text message exchange with someone who wasn't happy that I wasn't as committed as she wanted me to be. I prayed on it. I literally prayed to God, like, uh, please, if there's anyone that I could possibly come across within the next one to two years, uh, please let me see that this is someone for me. And literally a week later, that's when I started talking to uh, my wife. Um, out of pure, well, that's a long story, but it's a great story of how we started talking. But, um, so yeah, so I definitely say uh, pray. And the prayer part is not just for yourself. It's just, or not just for the man is also for yourself uh mm -hmm. making sure that you're right uh mentally uh, uh in your heart everything spiritually obviously um but outside of that it, a lot of it just um be yourself uh, one thing that i think at this point of stage that attract people beyond looks is your personality and being yourself doing the stuff that you enjoy doing the stuff that you love uh, it kind of attract people with similar mindsets or at least in a way where, okay, I'm out and about at this wonderful music festival. I'm out at this uh, museum. You might come across somebody you might like or so forth. So my thing is just be yourself, uh, know your worth, uh, have expectations and standards. Um, it could be just two or three standards. It could be two or three expectations. Um, don't make it where is that you had this long list and then all these people coming around trying to talk to you and then you block them because they don't meet the list. It could be whereas I, I have my three foundation points. I might have like 10 other expectations, but as long as you can at least... Or pre preferences, right? Preferences, there you go. I'm sorry, preferences. Yeah. I don't know why I can say expectations, but yes, preferences. Preferences. Um, and one thing that we previously mentioned about, you can have 10 of those. You don't need someone to meet all 10, but if someone can meet three or four, they might introduce three or four more to you that you never considered that, yep. hey, you know, this actually makes me happy. I like doing this. I like just chilling. I like just doing that. So yep. for you, I would say spiritually, uh, this is a uh, prayer on it. And then not just for the relationship uh, basis, more for yourself as well. Um, just be yourself. Uh, you never know. It could be somebody at a coffee shop and you're just getting coffee. <laughs> they might come up to you and then, the other one, just have your standards or expectations so you know your value, but at the same time, be open to people with different personalities. Because at the end of the day, that's what dating is for. Like dating that. is for uh, meeting people who you might like that's similar to you, meeting people who you like who is the polar opposite of you, meeting people who you might like or dislike who might introduce other characteristics or uh, into your lifestyle that you might like or like, nah, it's not for me after all. But um, so the good, the good thing about dating is it literally is like a consistent interview with yeah. uh, someone you're interested with. So, so yeah, so definitely have your, your, your hardcore, this is what I need in a man. But at the same time, I, I expect this or I prefer this, but if I don't get it, it, hey, what you got? 
All right, so the last question, million dollar question, right? <laughs> okay. So you were in a relationship for five plus years. It ended, you had a plan for one to two years. Um, how did you know that your wife was the one? <laughs> or did she I tell you? The... Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I, 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 everything that lead up to it. So the startup, so, so we have- You can a give us the bridge version if you want. Okay. We have a mutual friend named Raven. She would consistently tell you the, the not true version <laughs> of how my wife and I met. It's not true. I, I heard that met. story actually <laughs> last week. <laughs> so we actually met at a bar crawl that we went to with uh, probably like 12 people. But she and I were already friends with a large group of work friends. Work friends. Uh, after the crawl, we were supposed to go to this R&B concert. Um, unfortunately, between people not even wanting to go anymore, or people not getting tickets, it just ended up us two uh, going to the R&B concert. So this okay. is a, a pretty much a, a, a 90s R&B, because we love 90s R&B. 80s too, but we love 90s R&B. So it's just us two. And then that's what kind of get the fire going in among other things as well. Uh, so for me, what got me thinking, we're starting to get a little plug about whether or not she's the one or not, is uh, we're just having a lot of fun traveling, uh, concerts, other events, just doing hiking. Uh, there's a lot of different events that we love, but at the same time that stuck out to me the most is um, when that we probably in the five years we've been together, we probably didn't see eye to eye probably six or seven times. Mm -hmm. But the times that we, were, we weren't seeing eye to eye like that together while we were dating, our communication was flawless. Um, there was one or two times where it probably went over to the next day. But for the most part, everything was talked out, everything was discussed, and our communication was amazing. Uh, fast forward to when I found out she was the one. Um, literally sitting on the couch, watching the TV. I just wish I remember what show of TV it was, but we were just goofing off, joking. And I remember the guy on the TV or something about his lady coming off or something like that. And so I jokingly said, I don't know how I said it or why I said it about me leaving her. And she said that even if her legs were cut off and didn't have legs, that she would chase after me. Aww. And it sounds so simple. I, I, I always tell you, it's the most simple statement in the That's world. So but for some though. reason, that stood out to me more than anything else. And I knew right then that one day she was going to be my wife. And I love that. So, so yeah. That yeah. is a beautiful story. Yeah. And I am so happy that you found love after <laughs> divorce. And you... Yeah. um making my, making me feel real hopeful just uh someone in the comments are just waiting for the world to open up so she can accidentally uh go to a concert with her for her future day too <laughs> nah, i say just be yourself and I, I know i mainly spoke from a male perspective uh but i try my best to make it as general as i can but i know from a, a woman's perspective i know it's definitely a different scene definitely different vibes um but yeah so, yeah. That was perfect. Well, you have given me a lot of information to take back to my homegirl, so I appreciate you being on this show. I'm going to no go problem. give her a call. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you want to share your socials. Um, people want to follow you or whatever the case may be. You don't sure. have to if you don't want to, but giving you sure. the floor. Sure. Uh, my name is Quentin Guy. Uh, my Instagram is QGuy10, Q-G-U-Y-1-0. 
Ladies, he is happily married with a baby, so don't get no ideas. <laughs> thank you again for being on this show. All right, thank you. I really appreciate it. No problem. Take one. care.